0: Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Saturday, the 17th of October. Yes, it's election day today, folks, but sport still goes on. And in the news this morning, we've got news from the Bathurst 100 um, qualifying. Cricket is nearly back. I'll uh, got updates from the Giro d'Italia, as well as um, a sponsorship ride down in South Ireland. Uh, We'll have Stephen with our NRL update, the sport that just keeps on giving, um, as well as updates from the rugby, um, where we've had the Ranfurly Shield, Farrah Palmer Cup action, and also confirmation about the rugby championship, which we talked about yesterday. Um, This is your best way to start today, up to speed with all the important sports news. And you know what, folks, this is episode 199 of the Morning Sports Briefing. Yes, that big 200 will come up tomorrow, um, which, uh, wow, uh, when we consider, when we start this back at the beginning of April, and we have brought this to you every single morning since then, uh, yeah, two, nearly 200 days now of consecutive shows, wow. Um, so a big up to us, basically. Um, over then to the Bathurst 100, and um, uh, in a preliminary qualifying and we had a surprise leader as Holdsworth um, qualified fastest in that one. And uh, he uh, behind him, we had Shane Van Gibson, uh, Scott McLaughlin and Cameron Waters. Also, um, Scott McLaughlin has been going fast and was fastest in practice. Um, it, it didn't help, though, that he missed a downshift on uh, 10 minutes before the end of practice. Uh, and uh, that meant that he um, spun his car and... Uh, crashed into the walls so uh, he hopes that uh, the damage isn't too much because boy is he happy with how the car is going this weekend and we've still got um, more practice and then the uh, top 10 shootout of qualifying uh, to go that's why it's a provisional poll so far for the Bathurst 100 and I'm going to hand you over to Stephen um, who is going to take us through our birthdays and uh, boy What a lovely sunny backdrop with the birds singing you have there, sir.
1: Oh, it's an absolutely stunning morning uh, here in uh, Hastings this morning. Poor beautiful blue sky. It's very chilly, though. It's only two degrees. That's why I'm wearing this hoodie at the moment. So it is going to be a good, great day down here, though. It's going to be only a high of 16 degrees, but I think the sky is going to be exactly what it is from directly behind me, and uh, yes, a great, great day to have uh, your birthday, and that's where we uh, start things this morning. A former Manawatu in Auckland, all-black halfback, a tearaway fast bowler from Wellington, and finally a former Commonwealth Games cruiserweight boxing champion, and that's where we start things this morning. Shane Aaron Cameron, or Shane Cameron, born this day, the 17th of October, 1977, is a New Zealand professional boxer. He is a former Commonwealth Games cruiserweight champion, having also held several regional titles at the heavyweight division. As an amateur, he won a bronze medal in the heavyweight division. At the uh, 2002 Commonwealth Games outside of boxing, he placed fifth in, 2000 in a 2015 series of Dancing with the Stars. So, a man who's very good on his feet. We'll have a quick look at his record. He had 34 fights, 29 wins, 22 by KO, and uh, five losses. Interestingly enough, those uh, five losses, uh, three came in his uh, last three fights. Um, and uh, of course, those other two losses were to uh, former New Zealander, well, the He's not a former New Zealander, but uh, New Zealander, uh, someone born David uh, Tour, and uh, also Friday Arahanja. He also lost to as well by Shane Cameron. Still doing some great things there up in the community. Moving right along, Ra- Mark Raymond Gillespie or Mark Gillespie, born this day the seventeenth of October, nineteen seventy nine, is a former New Zealand. Cricketer, he came to the selectors' attention in 2005 2006 season with 43 wickets at 23.16 for Wellington. He then played for New Zealand A in the top end series of 2006, New Zealand squad of 14 for the Champions Trophy, the uh, national side between 2006 and 2012. He made his test debut on the 16th of. Uh, November 2007 against South Africa's last test was on the 23rd of March 2012 against South Africa's ODI internationals he was kept 145 times and he made his debut in 2006 against Sri Lanka and his last ODI was against the West Indies in 2009 he also played a T20 cricket debut, played 20 caps The 22nd of December 2006 against Sri Lanka and his last was against England in 2008. And that is Mark Gillespie. And finally this day, Jason Hewitt, born this day, the 17th of October 1968, is a former New Zealand rugby union player. Halfback Hewitt represented Manawatu and Auckland at domestic level. He was a member of the New Zealand national side, the All Blacks, in 1991. Just played the one game and that was a test against Italy. And uh, there we have it for birthdays this morning. I'll be back with uh, lead news, and we'll touch base on that uh, preliminary semi-final last night.
0: Thank you very much, Stephen, and uh, thank you, Hugh, for correcting me. There, it's the Bathurst 1000, not the Bathurst 100. Boy, if it was 100, they'd be over <laughs> and done with in a very quick sprint, good sprint race. There, me. Sorry, yes, get corrections Call it Bathurst 1000. Over in the uh, cycling, then, and at the uh, Giro d'Italia, um, we're, getting, we're getting a lot of people picking up their second or, or multiple wins. As uh, Diego Uliesi of uh, UAE Team Emirates picked up his uh, second win of the uh, race, uh, he uh, just edged out the overall leader um, Almeida of uh, Deutsch of the um, De Koenig Quick Step, uh, who extended his lead in the overall classification. Um, it was a relatively flat day with just two climbs towards the end um, and um, Uliasi's UAE team put the hammer down at that point to drop the other sprinters um, and uh, Uliesi, um duly delivered um, the uh, victory for them uh, tomorrow is the time trial um, or the uh, race of truth as they say where it's just uh, the riders against individual riders against the clock um, so we'll see if um, our media can uh, maintain the overall lead um, after that. Um, down in Southland, though, um, we had a um, a wonderful um, um, 100k ride by Reese McDonald. Um, sorry, no, by um uh, De- God, Sorry, Reese McDonald um, did did ride with him. Did, did ride with him, but I'm sorry, by Peter Grandek, who is 88, um, who rode the 100 kilometers to raise six and a half thousand dollars for St John's, um, in New Zealand. Um, he, he and uh, uh, 20 senior and veteran um, uh, cyclists, uh, including the 1998 Commonwealth Games gold medalist Glenn Thompson, um, rode the 100 kilometers, um, raising um, money on uh, Restart a Heart Day, um, which is uh, raising awareness around CPR um, and the use of defibrillators. So, great effort by the uh, um, veteran riders down there um, in Southland. I'm going to hand you back now to um, Stephen. He's going to take us through our NRL update, the sport that just keeps on giving.
1: Yeah, Thanks again, Paul. The uh, Melbourne Storm set to appear in their 10th NRL Grand Final. We also check in on uh, tonight's other semi-final to see who get to play the Storm, and we'll check in on the... Bet Fred uh, Super League, but it's with uh, last night's result we start. The Melbourne Storm will appear in an NRL ground final for the 10th occasion after putting away the Canberra Raiders 30 points to 10 in their blockbuster preliminary final at Suncorp Stadium last night. It took the Melbourne Storm just uh, five minutes to burst out of the blocks with a try to Juicy Bromwich after a Raiders mistake. Then just 90 seconds later, Josh Adokar made a break down the sideline and set up Ryan Pappenhausen for the second try of the night for the Storm. The Storm made it three tries in five minutes when Suliasi Vunivalu dived over moments later to give the host, send the hosts out to a 16-0 lead after 10 minutes. Cameron Smith slotted a penalty goal in the 16th minute to push the lead out to 18 points to nil after missing the earlier conversion. Adokar looked to have made it four tries after 20 minutes after beating Shan's Nicole Klockstad. To the ball but the bunker inexplicably ruled he knocked it on in the put down puppet and then <clears throat> turned provider after he grabbed it for Justin Olam, who pounced on a horrible error from nick kotrick in the end goal Cotrick made up for his earlier mistake when he charged over after leaping for a kick to finally get the Raiders <clears throat> on the board 10 minutes before the uh, break. The Raiders finished the first half the stronger and burst out of the blocks in the second half. Stanza by tackling Dane Finnecane into the in-goal area after a restart. However, a knock-on from Hudson Young off a poor pass from Havali uh, ruined what could have been the perfect start to the second half for the Green Machine. The Raiders had all the running in the second half, but the Storm War and to keep turning them away. Whenu Khan then made the most of a missed forward pass to all but seal the result with a try in the 64th minute. Veteran Cameron Smith then showed his class. He produced a brilliant try-saving tackle to deny Kotrick, a certain try, emphasising what a true professional, the great man is. He left the field to a standing ovation in what might be his last outing at Suncorp Stadium, Kotrick, Kept a busy night with a second try to give his side some consolation, but it was too little, too late. That final score again: Melbourne Storm 30, the Canberra Raiders 10. As we head and have a quick look at our second game today from ANZ AM, Stadium once again at 10 to 10 this evening, where the Panthers, who probably are the favourites, remembering sitting on 16 straight wins at the moment, to take on the Rabbitohs should be an absolute beauty so there's only three left in the competition and we head across and have a quick look at the uh, Bedford Super League in the game played at yesterday saw St. Helens too good for Wakefield Trinity winning by 48 points to six which extends their lead at the top of the table they're sitting on uh, 22 points from Wigan who are on 20 the Catalan's 16 and uh, Warrington it's a weird setup in this table. You've got uh, Warrington sitting on 20 points. That's all our league news today. I hope everybody enjoys uh, what looks like a beautiful day, not just in uh, the Hawks Bay here, but also all across the country as well, Paul.
0: No, absolutely. Yes, uh, so looking out my window here in Hamilton, and yes, it is lovely blue skies, um, even though I did see earlier that rain was predicted for today. So uh, keep your eyes on the uh, weather forecast. You may see a little bit of uh, um, rain around here. Moving on then to the uh, cricket news and uh, yes cricket is almost back. The Plunket Shield will be uh, kicking off on Monday Um, when uh, we're going to see a lot more black caps around uh, than you would normally see because of obviously the uh, lack of international cricket. So uh, um, if you're around uh, Shedden Oval um, or uh, next week you will, um, or uh, or um, where else are they playing? Um, or the basin reserve or the um outer oval, um, then you might see some black caps, or you will see some black caps, um, playing cricket, um, next week in the Plunkett Shield. Also, with um, no internationals, um, during the T20 competition that runs in January to February, um, also, um, most teams will be. Uh, well, for full strength for pretty much all of those games as well. And we've seen what that's done um, to the first couple of rounds of um, the minor 10 Cup having all blacks back there. Um, we know it does increase the interest. So, folks, yeah, um, looking forward to a good cricket season coming up. in Astrid will bring us all the details um, in his cricket updates. Don't forget the swing from the hips has moved to a Monday evening from next week um, at 8 p.m. Uh, rather than the Thursday slot it previously had. Moving on to rugby news, um, and in the Ranfurley Shield, um, we saw Hawke's Bay defend the Shield 33-17 against um, Northland. In the first half, both sides had opportunities, but just couldn't really capitalise on them, uh, and uh, that meant we had a halftime score of 9-3. In the second half, though, um, Hawke's Bay took their advantages, um, or took their took opportunities um, to... Um, build out a lead, and uh, once they'd uh, scored those two tries and got themselves out to a 21-3 lead, um, it was always going to be a long way back for, for Northland, um, and um, Hawke's Bay, uh, yes, just dominated that, so, or, or, or kept themselves in front during that second half, um, to have what ended up being a comfortable victory um, in the round 30 shield. Um, Stephen, uh, you were there for that game, uh, and um we do have, uh, you do have uh, some videos from that game um, as well. And you need to unmute, please.
1: Yes, I've um, uh, posted up some uh, post-match reaction. spoke to uh, Rennie Ranger and uh, Dan, Dan Hawkins uh, from Northland and uh, also had a quick word to uh, Hawke's Bay uh, Magpie's assistant coach, Josh uh, Sims, and got a quick word from Stacey Ealy as well, who was very impressive in the midfield. Yes, it was a case of uh, when you do challenge for the Shield, you've got to take every opportunity on offer. There was a brilliant breakout from uh, Sam Nock, and he uh, looked like he'd finished off the try, but just in uh, the support play, Breaker High, just knocking on at that point of time, and uh, th- to be honest, I, I think uh, uh, the Magpies a little bit technically naive in the first half. They were kicking a lot of their ball away, which meant Northen were able to stay pretty much camped in the uh, the Hawke's Bay half. But in the second half, a change of uh, tactics from Hawke's Bay. They started using their their line-out drive and uh, more to uh, good effect. And unfortunately for Northland, they just compounded things with uh, a whole lot of mistakes. They did hit back to 21-10 at one stage, but straight from the kickoff, there was a mistake from Scott Gregory, which immediately put Hawke's Bay back on the tack. They kicked to the corner and and scored. And uh, that was... Pretty much the game, Paul. Done and dusted. But good to see a nice, boisterous crowd there with both, both lots of supporters at uh, Mc- McLean Park. And uh, it's going to take a good team to uh, knock Hawkes Bay over, of course, from what I understand. I think there could only be the one home match. I know they've definitely got Manawa 2 to uh, go in the uh, Mata 10 Cup, as I have a quick. Uh, so they got, got Manawa 2
0: next weekend, and then uh, a break, and then the, well, not a break, but then an away game, and then they host Wellington. Um, at home. So, yes, a couple more defences to go for the season, um, assuming it stays down there um, in Nelson. Obviously, if it goes off to Manua 2, then hey, it could. Uh, there's other places it could go as well. So, yes, a couple of defences left for them. Um, catch those interviews um, or the videos over on our Facebook page, New Zealand Sports Radio um, for those. Moving on then to the Farrah Palmer Cup. And over in the Farrah Palmer Cup, um, Manawa 2 um, saw um, off um, uh, Hawke's Bay uh, 12 29 um, to cement their second place in the Southern Division, which means that Canterbury and Man of Two will be the two um, semi-finalists um, from the um, uh, Southern Division, Southern Division um, going uh, f- um, forward uh, in that competition. The playoffs um, starts uh, will be on the 24th and the 25th of October. Um, over in the, uh, um, oh, the Sanzar confirmed yesterday that South Africa will not be entering the rugby championship. Um, and uh, we'll have to see what long term that means for Sanzar and the rugby championship, um, even though New Rugby uh, has uh, um, said they are confident that uh, the Springboks are committed to the competition long term. Uh, it'll mean less games in the rugby championship. Um, this season unless I can put together a Barbarians team to replace them and uh, you have now started the day the best way up speed with all of the important sports news have a fantastic start to your weekend folks uh, and uh, we'll be back here tomorrow at 7 a.m for episode 200 of the morning sports briefing